What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 3, Episode 14. And it's called Chapter 49, Fire Walk With Me. Yeah. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. As always, to all our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, but before we get into the episode, we wanted to do, you know, all of the housekeeping at the front end of this because obviously uh, there was a big event that happened um, that kind of involves what we do. And I'm sure all of you listeners who have been listening and paying attention to the news, um, the news broke on, was it Monday? That, yeah, it was Monday. Uh, Luke Perry, who plays Fred Andrews, obviously, and he's done so many other things he was dylan mckay for god's sakes on 90210 like such an iconic character um he passed away um so our i just couldn't believe it i i think i think the biggest the the hardest part in all of this obviously like he has children he has like you know he has family it's just it happened so suddenly and like there was a person and then there wasn't it was like wait what like and yeah. then just like seeing everyone's reaction, like all the fans, like our listeners, um, the cast and like the way that they, you know, wrote about him. And like even Marisol just now was like, I, I'm like still in, like in shock. She's like, how did like when did this happen? Like, you know, I think that's yeah. the hardest part is like grasping it all. And like it just it's like the person's there one day and like legit like a minute later, like they're not there. And, and you know, it, it all happened really, really suddenly. Like even when uh, it was announced last week that uh, he had his stroke, it was right before, right after we had finished recording this podcast. So we didn't even talk about it in our last podcast because it had happened after the fact. So like, and then everything just kind of escalated even worse this ep- like, you know, this week. And, um, yeah, I mean, like coming off of last week's, I, I literally was like, I miss Fred. Like, I miss yeah. Archie having his dad there, especially because Archie's storyline is getting so interesting now. Like, I missed the dad role. Yeah. And we said that last week. And, like, literally, this guy, like, passes away, like, freaking, like, six days later. Like, it was just yeah. crazy. And, it's so hard like having this podcast and like we always have fun and like we always laugh and we always joke and like we rip it to shreds and like now like a person's like gone for real like it just made it feel so real yeah for sure and it's such a weird feeling to like like do this this is like gonna be probably one of the hardest like podcasts that like we've done probably yeah for sure so we hope that you guys can bear with us because I don't know how it's going to go, but uh, hopefully we can all get through it together. Obviously, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and his loved ones. And, you know, we were talking about the fact that, you know, the Riverdale cast, most mostly the Riverdale cast, just because of the fact that they worked with him the most directly in the last, you know, in the most recent past. And um, it's clearly going to really shake up the entire crew and entire cast so it's uh it's a huge i'm sure it's a huge huge loss for them um he's going to be extremely missed um you know one of the things that i did mention too is you know we craved him uh back on the show last episode because we really do i do really feel that he brings so much he brought so much heart to the show he brought so much um you know 
love to his character and what he what Fred Andrews represented for the show and for uh, for Archie even you know if you want to look at it that way as a character and he played it so well and it's going to be a really hard time to kind of get through the rest of the episodes that I know that they've filmed probably with him in it like even this one I was like I hope he's not in it because like if he's in it I'm gonna lose my shit yeah. Like, I was honestly, like, hoping that he wasn't going to be in it. Because I'm like, I can't handle it, like, right now. You know? know. Maybe, like, I, next week. Yeah. But, like, not now. And then, like, he was, was in like, it for, like, a minute. When he showed up, I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I literally was like, no. <laughs> like, I didn't want to see it. I, I just, I'm like, I can't right now. Um, But, yeah. Like I said, we'll all get through this together. Um, And... Let's try to get into the let's episode. Let's get into it. And let's, have, let's, yeah. Ha- and try to get a little bit joyful. Um, hopefully that will help us. You um, know, and heal. I have to say, like, there was some really good moments in this episode. Um, and I also want to start off with saying that I will no longer hate on this show. <laughs> good I'm going to, like, put my phone down and be like, I love this show so much. Because mm. I feel like our listeners are like, stop complaining. Listen. So I'm not going <laughs> to complain. I'm going to literally love the F out of the show. And you're going to you're gonna love that I love it, I guess. <laughs> Here's the one thing that I will say uh, just to, like, kind of, like, pa- pass that kind of mindset is, like, you know, you the people who have stuck around and people who do like what we do. Um, yes, we take digs at the show from time to time. Um, yes, we can be a little bit harder when we think that it could be a little bit better than what it is. But at the end of the day, we do love the show. So um, it's always out I'm of gonna, love. But like, it's always out of love. I get and, it. And, it's, I, I and, get it. It, and it definitely is a fun show to uh, watch and, and talk about. So we try to keep things light. We try to, you know get you guys away from the fact that you know the reality of the world is always dark and depressing especially this week so we hope that these podcasts kind of bring a little bit of joy to your life we have a lot of fun doing them and uh if you you know we we will try our best to uh tone it down a touch but i think that at the end of the day we are recap rewind and we have our voices for we are who we are okay we are who we are okay Okay. Okay. So that was yeah, the first the and, and you, that was like really episode. real. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, getting back to who we really are. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the first scene of this episode killed me. Like I was yeah. dead. I was like, first of all, I love House Hunters. Like J Lag knows. Like HGTV is like my shit. <laughs> so like the fact that they started this episode off yeah. with like basically a home tour. Yeah, yeah. And then like Betty was cracking me up. So I was funny. dead. There were a lot of really funny moments in this episode. I there was. Say. Yeah. yeah. It was entertaining. Like, it was. But yeah, so, like you said, it starts off with Alice and she like opens up the doors and it's very like bright and colorful. It's like a Tim Burton kind of like style, like with her the pink. The fireplace like, is on. Like yeah. everything is like lit. Like it looks good. And she like suddenly she's a, a, like a real estate agent. I didn't realize that. She yeah, I was like, home. does she have? A, I'm like, does she have a license? Like, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was like, I can't remember. So she's selling the house to these this couple, and in the background the entire time, Betty's like, so did you know that somebody got killed here and like somebody died here and uh, yeah, and like and the, like, the fire here? the fire thing the fire poker. She's like, yeah. my mom beat the shit out of my dad with that one. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like that's so true. And she changed her last name because she's like, look her up, but her name's not Alice Smith. It's Alice you know Cooper. what's funny? Because like 
because like when she first said it, she's like welcome this i'm alice smith i was like why yeah. is she saying it like that i'm like oh because like she doesn't want to be known as cooper anymore that totally makes yeah sense. yeah yeah so uh and i totally forgot that her name was alice smith and i'm like flashback episode yeah. right 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 yeah uh so anyway alice is getting cheesed at betty because betty's like sorry about it but like it's the truth like this house is a fucking murder house um so then it cuts to the boxing ring and like the owner Mo is watching Archie box and he's like, yo, listen, I know you like, like being here and stuff, but you got to start paying your dues. And he's like, well, you can start like becoming a janitor basically. <laughs> and Archie's like, okay, cool. I'll become a janitor. So then he decides. To I love how he was out. like the, the like Mo was like, don't you have like a gym at your school? Yeah. Like, don't you guys have a boxing bag at your school? He's like, nah, I was like, that's so true. Like, I'm I feel like, like this is Like, how? <laughs> how do they not have that? But yeah, because like, all he really needs is the like the it's boxing. Literally like, a bag. That's it. And he bag. has one in his bedroom. <laughs> like, why is he going there to do it? It's true. He could just go home. He has one in his. Oh, that friend did for him. No, no. I don't want to stop talking about this. Okay, guys, I'm literally like tearing up. So okay, um, next one, next one. Next farmies. one is farmies. <laughs> the farmies walk into. Why are they called that? Like, I that's what? all I call them all episode because I didn't know what else to call them. The farmies sounds funny enough. So farmies, they walk into one. They of the literally rooms. have their own T-shirts, Jaylag. Like we still don't have our own T-shirts. <laughs> we don't even have our. Merch. They have their T-shirts, the and it says like the farm. Merch. Like literally, it says the farm. I'm like, who would make a shirt like that? <laughs> They would. We should steal that logo. Weirdos. Um, so, yeah. So, they walk in. And it's so weird because first, Kurtz is, like, literally, like, sprawled against, like, three different tables. He's, like, lying on his side. He's, like, hey. And then they're, like, you need to get out. And then from, like, the back door, Cheryl shows up with her pretty poisons. And she's, like, yeah, Yo, you guys are not supposed to be here. We bucked this room. She's, like, I'm I class reserved president. this room. Yeah, so and she it got was, pissed it, off. It was funny, and it was cute, because I'm like, okay, they're back, back in high school, but I'm like, guys, there's, like, freaking 50 classrooms. Like, you guys can't just, like, take one of the other ones. Like, <laughs> like go somewhere else. So, anyway, they yeah. start a fight, and Cheryl basically calls the Pretty Poisons to, like, start this big fight between them and the ghoulies slash ser- serpents, and then the farmies. Like, there's this big, like, mess. And so yeah. then it cuts to Principal Weatherby's office and Jughead But it's so and weird because, like, you don't see, like, you don't see the fight. No. like all you hear is like kerfuffle like, and then <laughs> and then like in the hallway like tony and jugget are like what the f's going on and then yeah. they run into the room but like yeah. you still don't see the fight and then it just cuts to principal weatherby he's like you guys aren't fucked up i, I like, wonder if it's because they fight i wonder if it's because they don't want to show like a lot of violence of, yeah, like, yeah i'm sure it is kids. and and it's because it's like it's like guys against girls too kind yeah, of right so like they don't want to show that probably yeah, good point good point so they're uh they're in Principal Weatherby's office, Jughead and Tony, and basically he's like, cut this shit out. And by the way, somebody stole all the science equipment from the science room. Right. So if it's not you guys, then like somebody did it, and like this is your last chance. If you guys get in trouble one more time, like you're. Did out they of my say school. what they stole, or he just says like science equipment? Well, he says science equipment that like could be made like to chemicals. Use. Yeah, no, it's uh, like the beakers and shit that you would uh, use to like okay, okay. make the drug to make so, something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically, it was like yeah, like this was all made for like drug, like drug cooking or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't do anything like that. Like the serpents don't do anything. But anyway, Principal Weatherby's like, this is it. 
So then it cuts to the Banui, and Gladys and Hiram are just kind of like in their own areas. Like Gladys is getting like belligerently drunk in the corner. In the corner. Hiram's like like taking shots to the table for free. They're all comped on like on the house because. But like my question is like, where was Hiram taking his clients before the club? Like that's okay. Where were they doing this? Are there no any like adults like adults clubs like like, like, regular bars? This daughter's club. They have to go to like a speakeasy in a basement like what anyway yeah. so yeah so they're kind of just taking over the area reggie and veronica are like getting cheese in the corner and then veronica's like i got a great idea let's like start a secret casino and i'm like okay girl just 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 go and do it then yeah. so then it cuts back to archie oh she does <laughs> oh she does so she then does. It cuts back to archie at the boxing ring and josie comes oh, in this was so cute and he, she's, she's like, like hey, hey boy i'm hungry let's go eat i was like oh i forgot they were together yeah like they have like these adorable so cute like very quick moments and i'm just like you guys cute so then they start to hear a noise in like a room and they open the door and it's a little kid with a lighter and his name is Ricky. Ricky D. Ricky D. Ricky D's. And then it cuts to Pops and they're uh, feeding the boy. Like they're giving, they got him a burger and they're just talking. As soon as Archie was like, hey kid, like, are you hungry? The kid's like, I'm starving. I was like, oh, I don't trust him. <laughs> like, y- you know, like it was just like, you're like, you shady, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Josie's like, maybe we can talk to social services. And as soon as she says it, like he like bolts for the door. Yeah. And he he's like, I don't want to go back there. Like somebody branded me. Like while I was there, there was a bunch of ga- gargoyle gangs. And then he shows his arm and it's the symbol that Archie got, which is like the sacrifice symbol. And Archie's like, duh, 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 duh. So then it cuts to Archie and he takes uh, Ricky to the garage. And he's like, don't worry, you can sleep here tonight. And then tomorrow we can like go boxing and you can hang out with me, whatever. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And Ricky's like, make sure that you never call Secret Services on me. Not Secret Services, sorry. Social (laughs) Services. (laughs) Social Services on me. And Archie's like, no, don't worry about it. I'll like I'll take care of you. And then it cuts to Cheryl and Tony, oh, and Drama we get is a boiling. few cracks in Shoney for the first time in a long time. I mean, yeah. they've been having issues. I think the last two episodes. So what happens exactly? Break it down. So essentially, um, Tony says something about. Uh, the gang like getting involved in this fight and she so gets Tony mad gets at mad Cheryl, at Cheryl yeah. right for yeah. kind of like making drama because then whether we right. got mad at Tony yes right so then she's like I don't want to have to suspend my own girlfriend and then Cheryl claps back and she was like yeah that would be really bad because you guys hold your headquarters here and there's a pool and there's a bed and you live here and if you do that kind of shit then maybe I won't be here anymore I was she like, basically oh. pulled like a Kylie Jenner Jordan Wood situation oh, and she was God. like you're gonna like get kicked out of my guest house <laughs> yeah, I was basically. like oh shit <laughs> And that was this, really fucked up. That the way was on Cheryl's part, that was very what did you, tight. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, what did you think of this moment? No, I was kind of caught off guard. Actually, I was like, whoa, like that got really petty really quickly. Yeah, and real petty. It's just like her realness is coming out. You know, like the season one Cheryl is coming out. Yeah, it's her insecurities, right? Her fear. I think it really comes from like her fear of not 
um, getting the love that she wants all the time. And because Tony's starting to like take a little bit more control over things, Cheryl, sure. Cheryl's acting like some ways about it. Anyway, we'll right. talk a little bit more about it later. So then it cuts to um, everybody at school and they're hanging out in Yay. the lounge. Everyone's hanging out in school and B's like, yes, uh, like school I life. Mean, I mean, I honestly, like, I miss them together. Yeah. And then, like, this is, like the first time through, that, like, yeah. they were they're together. All been toge- Seriously. And then halfway through, I'm like, wait, do they even know that Archie and Josie are together? True, because like Josie's no one not, knows anyone's drama, yeah. and Josie's not even in the scene with them. Like no, she's not and like, there. And then I just saw like Veronica and Archie, and like I feel like the last time we saw them in the student lounge, like they were still a couple, even like right. you know, like I'm like, holy shit, time has gone so fast, and like yeah. no one even knows each other anymore. It was so sad. It's true. It's like they're not even like saying like let's like hang out and like just catch up. They're just like yeah. This is normal. I'm like, this is not normal, guys. You haven't talked about anything. So they're yeah. all talking. And Betty's just complaining about the fact that her mom is going crazy and she's selling yeah. the house. And Kevin walks in. And there's like a slow motion shot of him walking in. She waves at him. And like with the crustiest face. Yeah, with the rest of the farmies. And they like ignore that group. And then they just keep walking. And Betty's like, I don't know what the fuck's happening with him. Betty's wave was like slow motion. <laughs> She's like, and then hey. even Veronica was like, Veronica's like, hey. Yeah. And then he doesn't even say hey. Like he just walked. Like, why do you have to be mean to them? Just say hi. Like, yeah, he sucked. He definitely sucked this episode. I was very disappointed in him. So <laughs> then it cuts to Betty talking to Kevin. She's like, listen, what's going on with you? And uh she's like w- like why did you join the farm can we just talk about that for a second and he's like back off betty he's like you're a detractor just back off and i'm like whoa this you, um, this cult sounds like scientology for sure like i, I mean, feel like yeah. they like they took scientology's like mold and they like copied it to they this, turned it into the, same the farm thing. yeah for sure like, what's a detractor like it sounds but, like I guess someone who, like, is influencing them against, like, they're yeah. against everything. They're, like, distracting yeah. them from their mission. Yeah. Anyway, so then it cuts to a serpent meeting. Jughead is holding a serpent meeting in school. And he's asking, like, his entire crew, including the new gargoyles. And he says, where's the science equipment that went missing? And Kurt starts laughing. He's like, hey, 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 hey. we're the ones that did it. We, we stole it for a mission. And... Jughead gets, like, so pissed off. He's like, what the hell? You got to return that equipment. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, and then Fangs gets pissed off. And I'm like, uh-oh, Fangs. Just, like, stop. Just chill. You're going to get in trouble. So then mm-hmm. um, Jughead basically says, we're all serpents now. You need to start playing by the rules. Let's, like, all say the same together. What does he say again? What's it? Like, together we stand? Wait, strong yeah. together? Um, something like that? <laughs> I should know for, this. Forever we stand. <laughs> Forever we stand. No, um, no. I think it's like strong it. as a group or strong. No. <laughs> We're gonna get in so much trouble. Oh, um, in in something. United we stand. No, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like- anyway, whatever. Kurtz doesn't say it. Everybody else says it except for him. Um, and I'm sure one of you guys are gonna let us know what it is. Jeez, for real, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> so I know the amount of times that they've said it, you think that we would know exactly what it is, but. Um, then Jughead is like, you better shape up. Like, what's like? if you don't shape up, then you're going to be in trouble. And Kurt is like, actually, you guys wanted us for the numbers. So realistically, you need us more than we need you. So you better shape up or else we'll take over your little gang. Yeah. And Jughead's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, 
I mean, is that a bad thing if they just take over and you could just be a normal kid? Maybe. I get, I get like, that's what I would want. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Uh, so anyway, that cuts back to. I found bone. it. What is it's it? Called, it? They say in unity there is strength. Oh yeah, so you're like pretty much the same. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's gonna bother me for the rest United. of the United. Yeah. <laughs> in unity there is strength. Yeah. Uh, so then it cuts to the Bonui, and there's just like a bunch of employees, and then Josie, the singer, and she's just chilling. I love and this part. Veronica's basically like, oh, so we're going to have a casino, but it's going to be like a top secret casino within a top secret freaking like low key bar like bar and then and josie's like what will we do when they raid us where are we gonna go and, and they're Veronica's like, like oh yeah they like I start putting that. shit away so like they basically in like 0.5 seconds i don't know when the f she built this but like <laughs> every single like casino machine is like hidden behind like a secret wall or yeah. like like a cupboard where like it closes so yeah. like they'll never know that there's like games there reggie's like, like back there he's like pretty bloop, cool bloop, bloop, bloop. i'm like, like all right closing cool. the cupboards i'm like how did you get back there yeah. <laughs> like you were just behind the bar yeah so anyway so they have cool. a plan and i was like all right i'm, I'm good with that That's yeah fine. so then it cuts to fp and jughead at the sheriff's office and he's basically talking to his dad being like i don't know what to do everything's out of control these freaking crazy gargoyles are psycho and fp basically says you're the serpent king you can make your own rules you have to find a way to outthink them and give them something that they can like sink their teeth and in, teeth into like the rest of the gang, so they stay stay with you. And Jughead's like, true, true, true. So then it cuts to the Pops Diner where Ricky was supposed to be waiting, and Archie comes in, and Pops is like, nope, he ran away like five hours ago. Pops, <laughs> I feel like Pops, like the way he explains things, like he waits to the last minute to like I... drop the like drop his point. He's like, who were you looking for? A kid? There's no kid. Oh, there was a kid. He's oh, gone that other now. kid? Goodbye, they got They boy. chased him from the back of the room to the now restaurant. he's and gone. Then he's gone. And then Archie's <laughs> like, oh, man, like, shit. And he's like, wait, Archie, hold on. He drew this picture. <laughs> Let me grab it for you. Like, why would you just have it ready for him there, like, on the counter? Like, go faster. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so he always saves it for the last second. And then Archie's like, and basically the picture is, like, this amazing, like, Picasso oh drawing. Oh, my God. Like, it was, like, the most. Basically, like, the bo- entire season, like, season three, basically, like, in that picture. <laughs> I've never drawn that well in my entire With, like, life. every single color, guys. Like, every single shade of yellow, orange, like, red is, like, in there like where did he get these crayons from i don't know I, uh, I, I, and then like, archie's wow. like oh shit so basically he drew like the gargoyle the king around and, the fire or whatever yeah and they're like sacrificing people or something i don't know yeah so then it cuts to betty at school and she's like working late or whatever and she hears something in a room and it's a science lab and she pulls open the window and she yeah. sees uh, like first farmies. she sees Kevin and he's like holding his hand over like a burner and then she like pans out to see the rest of the farmies and they're all doing the exact same thing and Evelyn's like good job everybody good job and I'm like oh my god what the fuck is happening yeah um anyway so then it cuts to the pop's diner and Archie and Josie and was it Archie and Josie or Archie and Betty I don't remember Anyway. I think it's Archie and Betty because she has a connect on them on right. Mrs. Weiss or whatever. Miss Weiss. So yeah. Miss Weiss is there with like a sketch artist. Dude. <laughs> 
Did I you couldn't. notice the size of the sketch? The sketch it was, was the size of the table. Huge. The guy that was holding the sketch, it was big. It was like covering his face. Like the guy that drew the sketch. I didn't I'm like, even know who he was until the very end when he turned it. So I'm like, how big did you draw this kid's face? It's like life size. It's literally the size of him. And then Archie's like, can I get a photocopy? I'm like, there's no photocopy that big. Like, how are you going to scan that? Like, could you draw 75 more, please? (laughs) So... Yeah, anyway, so Miss Weiss basically says, we'll look for him in the system. Uh, we know of this particular place that he ran away from, and it's actually a pretty good um, agency. And they're like, well, no, he got branded there, and like some gangs were in there. And they're like, oh, true, there have been gangs around the foster care home, even though it's not being publicized anymore. So then it cut, and then that's when the freaking sketch yeah, artist is like, like, here's is your this him? <laughs> So like, and she's like yeah that looks exactly like him <laughs> like every single like pore on the kid's face was like on that picture I'm like how did you know exactly how to draw him he's exactly yeah. the same anyway so then it cuts to uh, the lodge residence and Hiram like lurks into Veronica's room and he's like oh I heard that you have a casino and she's like, like yeah she's like, uh, I do I do have one okay this part killed me and then he's like I have a client coming and he sells like cards like playing cards yeah so you need to show him a good time because then i need to like land this deal so i think what happens is the guy makes the playing cards so he wants to do it in the prison right like he wants the prisoners to like produce the cards for him so that he's gonna make a percentage off of the playing cards yeah right and then he's like veronica like be nice to him and Veronica's like, wait, hold on. And she's like, she's first like, of all, can I get five percent off my debt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, that's shady. That's shady. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was a cute sh- scene. And then she's like, can I get five percent off my debt? He's like, sure. I was like, what? Like, so how that does that make sense? Like, five percent is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of seventy five thousand dollars. And like, anyway. all all she had to do was like entertain the guy for the night. Like, what was the big deal? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I guess that's how it works. Plus, it's your dad. Like, you shouldn't be having to pay him seventy five thousand dollars back anyway. I know. I know. Anyway, so he's like, I'll see what I can do. And then it cuts to the bonui with Gladys, and like. I don't and know. And then man, this is the guys, part that kills me too. Like, so then, so right after this part where like Hiram's like, sure, five percent off, like cool clearance. And then Gladys, Gladys comes to the bar and she's like, Veronica, like, did you know, like back in the day, like I used to perform at the White Worm. And Veronica's like, oh, sick, like I don't really like, care. Cool. And then Gladys is like, no, she's like, I was pretty like good though. Like she's like, I actually like I'm down to perform here. And Veronica's like, okay, you can. She's like, but she's okay. like, wait, you can perform if I get five percent <laughs> off my debt. And the glass is like, sick, I'll do that. I was like, who would ever agree to that? I mean, I would just I'd to be perform like, on the stage. Like, let's- she's gonna get five percent off the debt <laughs> for like five like, seconds. Gladys is stupid. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. So like, she, like you're that thirsty for the microphone that you. That's need what to, I'm like, saying. Like, just go home and like perform. Like, why do you? <laughs> Go to a karaoke bar. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have to perform with a brand new week? It's not even like it was the white worm where like she feels like nostalgic and she's like, oh, I used to perform here. Like it's like a brand new bar. <laughs> now that you mentioned the white worm, what the fuck happened to the white worm? Why can't he just open up his own fucking bar? Why can't Hiram open up his own bar? He bought the white worm. 
exactly it doesn't make sense you're like it just doesn't make sense <laughs> like now that i'm thinking about it anyway whatever so she agrees she's like yeah sure i'll like i'll do it i'll pay five percent for a fucking song yeah <laughs> it's like all right cool. <laughs> one song imagine <laughs> I'm like, I'll let the Riverdale fans just suffer through this one song once, and that's it. So what did you think about... Anyways, anyway, yeah. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So then it cuts to Betty and Josie, and they're talking. And I forgot that Josie is, like, stepsisters with See, that's, Kevin. It, exactly. So then Betty comes up to Josie. She's like, hey, girl, like, what's going on? Like, how's life? And Josie's like, ugh, whatever. And that's what I mean. Like, they have no idea. Like, Josie didn't yeah. even say, like, ugh, Archie's, like, so hot. Like, they didn't even get a moment to, like, catch up. Like, no one even knows that Archie and freaking Josie are dating. I know. It's so funny. And, and like, like she doesn't even mention it. She's not like, by the way, my new boyfriend, Archie. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, I thought maybe she would drop it and, and then Betty could, like, somehow, like, like, I don't know, get jealous. Especially, especially since, like, she went to go, like, connect with Miss White. She could have said, like, oh, how did that meeting go with my boyfriend and Miss White? Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Or maybe they're not official. Like, who knows? Anyway. So they're talking and she starts talking about the fact that Kevin has been sneaking out of the house. And She's like, I just thought he was going to Fox Forest. <laughs> like, which is like even worse. Like, <laughs> I love Ashley Murray's eye rolls. Like they kill me. She's like, I guess he's still like anonymously fucking guys in the forest versus yeah. going to a cult. Like, honestly, and his storylines like, no. are so like, garbage. <laughs> he's in a cult. She's like, oh, shit. She's like, That's even worse somehow. OK, cool. So anyway, so then they're concerned. And then it cuts to Jughead and Archie at the trailer. And they start talking about Ricky. And he's like, I need your help. We need to find this kid. He like went missing. Yeah. So then it cuts to the bunker. And it's like all the serpents, including Kurt's. And he's like, we need to find Ricky. Who, like, you know, like, where is this kid? Go find him. And Kurtz is very against it. He's like, I don't even give a shit about this kid. Who is this kid anyway? And uh, Jughead tries to pull rank, and it doesn't really work because Kurtz just, like, fucks off. And I'm like... At the end of the day, like I do like the fact that Kurtz is there because he starts. Like, I do some like shit. it too. I but do like it. But at the same it. time, like it always ends off with him being like, "Oh fuck this shit," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like, at leaves. the end of the day, Jughead's the main character. Like, it's always gonna end up being his way, obviously. But that's the thing too. Like, he doesn't like Kurtz doesn't even have like a lot of pull with the rest of the gang. Like, he doesn't say to the other gargoyle yeah. uh, guys, "Like, come with me." Like, yeah. fuck these guys too. They just stay. Like, they're like, "We'll come help you find the boy," and like. Yeah. Kurtz is the only one that leaves and i'm like okay weird anyway so then it cuts to the bonui and we get the like dream of a lifetime gladys fucking like why is she singing why i wish you singing? said gladys night i wish you had said gladys night <laughs> i was about to say you're gladys almost gonna say it i was like i wish it was gladys i'm night. like that's not her name <laughs> what did you think of her of her singing okay listen okay listen i'm listening first, first of all i'm listening <laughs> first of all it's a very rare moment that we get the parents to sing on the show at all. Yeah. The last person that sang was Alice during the Carrie musical episode. And I don't know. I don't like like watching adults sing songs in a kid show. <laughs> like It's just weird. The whole setup of it didn't make any sense. I'm not saying that she had an awful voice, but like I kind of felt how that guy felt when he was like laughing and trolling her. I was like, yeah, totally. girl. <laughs> I'm like, he is all of us right now. (laughs) Yeah. So two things. I didn't mind her singing. First, I was definitely like, what, Kate, like, what is she doing though? Like, why is she like on stage? Like, I'd be so embarrassed. That was my mom. And her, (laughs) that's number one. (laughs) 
okay and her hair was like flipped out like she did her hair yeah yeah i know she like she's gonna earn her five percent like she paid a lot to be on that stage like you know but so what i was saying was i'm like okay fine i'm down for the parents to like have their lit moment but like make it feel lit like i would have been down to see her on stage and then like alex alice walks in and like fp's there and like they overhear her singing like (laughs) yeah like make it fit the entire storyline but like just having her in a kid's bar singing on stage i was like girl like your time is over like it didn't it didn't feel it didn't epic, make sense yeah, you know it didn't make, yeah whereas like For, that alice walk in with like that address at the event like there's like these epic moments that it works but this one just didn't really work i agree it's almost like roberta was like oh you can sing too why don't yeah. you sing a song in one of these episodes cool exactly. thanks bye yeah and that was it I'm like, we're never going to hear Gladys sing ever so, again. So. so what I thought was actually going to happen, and I kind of, I was okay with it if it went this way. So what happens is Gladys goes on the stage, she starts singing, and then Hiram yeah. brings his, like, associate, and they sit, like, right in the front of the room. Right. And the associate's like, <laughs> she's so shit. So what I thought <laughs> was like going to happen, yeah, he's trolling her. I thought she was going to kill him, like, th- yeah. so that she could, like, have a front front view of him and, like, throw, like, a knife or something at his, like, chest. And right. I'm like, oh, that's sick, like, if she does that. But then she yeah. didn't even do that. Like, it doesn't, like, get chaotic enough. No, not at all. He just it's yells just like, at her. Yeah, he's she like, does pull out her switchblade. She's like, you want to fight, bro? Hiram's and- like, Hiram's like, you should give her some tips. And he's like, I'll show her the tip. <laughs> and then and then she's like i have a pointy tip and like she pulls out her pocket i'm like what is going on it's like tip 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 <laughs> yeah it was just a lot it was and weird then, so then uh what's his name i was gonna call him charles melton reggie <laughs> decides Aww. that that's the moment that they need to like pull this guy out because he's acting like yeah an he's acting like a d-bag and so then they pull him out of the club and Hiram's like i i hope you didn't like fucking just cost me a million dollar deal bitch and but like if Veronica's i was veronica like, like i'd rather take off gladys than the man like like you know that like your dad needs to like sing the guy i was thinking the same thing and i'm like <clears throat> i guess it just shows that she's caught in between a rock and a hard place right like she's yeah, yeah. she's fucked either way so I she's guess. like i guess like i could fuck well with yeah because she got a five percent discount me. from yeah. both of them <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, she, she owes them both something <laughs> exactly <laughs> she didn't get it uh, so anyway, so she's like, oh, shit. So then it cuts to the farmies and they're like in the middle of the night, like just like lurking in the forest. They're just like hanging and, out. Yeah. And totally Betty's fine. like over here. <laughs> yeah. Betty's overhearing this like chanting and she finally sees them in the clearing. And Kevin is about to like walk across fucking hot ember Col- coals. Like embers. So I've always wanted to do this. Like real talk. Like I want to <laughs> see if I can actually do it. I mean, that's like, like so I, I have calluses like, on my feet, but this is like crazy. This is like, <laughs> it's not like summer Cuba beach, like sand. It's not. It's, it's so like really, he really walks over up. this, over these things and everyone's like cheering him. They're like, yes, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. And then Betty's like, no, stop. She's like, don't do it. And don't he just like legit, like looks at her dead ass and he just like keeps walking. He's like, I can do this, bitch. Yeah. And he's got this like lit, like white jacket on. I was like, you look so cool yeah. while you're walking across these coals. Um, anyway, yeah, you're right. It was like a very much like a, they seem to pull in a lot of these different like religious situations, which kind of creep me out a little bit, like walking across coals and like doing all these like 
creepy rituals baptisms which, and like, yeah baptisms yeah. and drowning i don't people. know like what do you think at this point of the farm like okay so the question that i actually wrote down because he's successful okay and everybody's like so proud of him they're like you did it like you're we are one whatever and i like low-key i'm not gonna lie guys don't hate me if i'm saying this out like saying this but like is the farm that bad <laughs> so okay it's funny that you're saying that now because i think in this moment i questioned the same thing okay, and i was see? like wait like are they that bad but then by the end i was like no they're pretty fucked up. <laughs> no they're pretty fucked up because that last scene i was like whoa like that's they were they got very aggressive towards betty right um right. so but yeah, yeah, yeah you're right in this point. moment for sure like i thought i'm like wait are they that bad like are they just like a motivational group like what's going on <laughs> yeah i'm like i want to walk you're right like i would want to like you know push my body and like have a bunch of people cheering me on because i'm pushing yeah. myself to do something amazing um yeah but i guess because that's the thing like i think that you see this one side of it but you don't see like the diabolical side I know, of it but, as but much. also what what i'm saying is i feel like at this point we've seen enough where now i'm like okay they are weird though true fair you know okay yeah that's fair anyway so then it cuts to archie and jugget head at school and they're like let's go visit that like creepy place where we found kurtz like maybe he's there like who knows so then they show up at this, like, the cave area, and there's a list of names, which we remember from last episode, and it shows Archie's name, and then underneath it, it says, like, Rick D's, Rick, Ricky D. And they're both, like, on this list of, like, sacrifice names, because everybody else's names were, like, all Crossed the people up. that have died. Yeah. yeah. So um, then he, like, hears a shuffle in the corner, and then he finds Ricky, like, hiding in, like, the back corner, and... He's like, we gotta like, we gotta stick together. We're both marked like for for death. And Ricky's like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. I will it say that so it was cute. cute. Oh, it was, it was cute. so cute. Yeah, it really like, was. Outside of the fact that he is a diabolical child, like I was like t- totally down for it. I, I felt like, like KJ. Like I could see the little boy coming out in him as an actor yeah. when he was with the uh, with the other younger actor. I was like, oh, they look so cute together. Yeah, and I was like, you can be a good dad. Like yeah. you're gonna be like. Anyway, so we're talking about this. So then it cuts to Betty, and she's like writing her paper, and uh, Evelyn and Kevin walk in, and Betty's like, "So I'm about to publish this article that like basically bashes you guys right out and tells everybody about how crazy your fucking farm is," and they're like, "Uh, no, you're not, bitch." Because thanks to your mom, everybody knows all your shit too. Yeah, and you best be careful. I know. So this was definitely yeah. This was definitely the part where I was. I honestly didn't know when they walked into the room. I was like, okay, are they gonna like, are they gonna surprise us and be like, Betty, like we're actually like pretty cool, you know? Like I (laughs) I didn't know what to expect. And then she she was like, yo, like I have all this shit on you. Like you better watch your back. I was like, wow. I was like, never mind. And Kevin is done to me. He is legit done to me. If I was Betty, I would just write him off right now. Because, like, the way he's treating her is disgusting. I know. I'm like, you got to make up for this shit for real. Like, Like, I don't know what he's going to do. better make up for this. Um, Anyway, so she gets pissed off. I love Lily Reinhardt. Let me just say that I know, real quick. I know. She's such a good actress. Um, so anyway, she's pissed off. And then it cuts to Ricky and Archie at the boxing place. 
and he's like, yo, you gotta like learn to fight because like if these these guys come back, like they're gonna yeah. like, come for you, and you need to learn yeah. to fight for yourself. And Rick, Ricky's like, thanks, bro, I love you. And that was it. He's like, running doesn't solve anything. So it was cute to see like Archie trying to impress on. He's this passing kid. on like his yeah. knowledge to like the kid of what exactly. he's learned in season three. Yeah, he's like, I learned things in the last three episodes. It's <laughs> he been realized amazing. a lot of things. This yeah. Season. <laughs> Hashtag realizing. Uh, so then it cuts to another serpent meeting and it has everybody there except for like a few people. The key person that was missing was fucking Fangs. And I was like, why isn't Fangs here? Um, and then you find out why. So then he basically talks to Jughead, basically talks to all those serpents and he says, we need to uh, find the other people uh, the other outliers, the other gargoyle gangs that are out there like doing their own thing. Um you need to help us find him. Like he points to the other gargoyle king guys. Yeah. And in that moment, Tony runs in. She's like, "Bro, you gotta come right now. Kurtz is about they to kill fangs. fangs." Yeah. And so then he. So this is the shot that we saw in the promo where like they're yes. they're holding him over like the railing or whatever at school. Right. And basically he's like, "You freaking traitor!" Like whatever. And then he is about to drop him. And as he's about to drop him, like obviously Jughead and Sweet Pea like run in like, the perfect catching. time. Yeah. And I'm like, "You guys are like Spider Man over here, like just catching your friend right before he falls." Um. So yeah. Anyway, so that happens, and he's just like, "Whatever." He's pissed. So then it cuts to the Bonui, and Gladys is now behind the bar. She's like She's pouring, like pouring herself, herself a drink. A drink. <laughs> I was like, yes. And then Hiram is just like touring people around. He's like, yeah, like these are my light fixtures. Like I like basically helped design this entire area. And Veronica's like fucking pissed. Yeah, she's, she's like, she's, she's like so what geez. are you doing, Gladys? She's like, why are you there? She's like, your boyfriend makes shitty ass drinks. So she's like, I'm <laughs> making myself a drink. And then, yeah, I love hi- their dynamic. I don't know what it is like between Veronica and Gladys. Like it's so funny to see an adult you know? and a child yeah. fight each other. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Funny is a great way to put it because I'm just like, okay, it's so entertaining. Yeah, I can run with that. <laughs> entertaining. It's <laughs> sure. weird because I feel like I feel like Gladys and Betty would have a really funny dynamic because like Betty's dating her son. True. Like that would have been funny to see because like Veronica and and Gladys really don't have a connection other than like they're doing this, whatever it is. It's like secret mission. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, that's a good point. How come we haven't seen like a dinner between, oh, I guess all like the parents are fucking crazy. Like Alice is crazy. Everyone ha- is going is through something right now. Yeah. They don't so have like there's no that. like family dinners. You remember last season when there was like a family yeah, dinner between Alice I and FP? <laughs> I remember the better times. <laughs> Okay, moving on. So, uh, Veronica's like, we're like, I got a plan. I'm gonna start like taking some money off of the like our casino nights because I gotta like pay some. She's so funny. Whenever she says she's like, she's always like this. She's like, Reggie, I think I got something. Reggie, (laughs) I got a plan. I'm like, oh my god, holy shit! Like, what's the plan? Like, girl, you're gonna like bullshit it up. She's like, I'm gonna take some money off the top of like what we get, and then I'm gonna give it to like the girls. I was like, okay, like that wasn't really like it wasn't that big. That was just like taking money to give someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then it cuts to Archie and Rick, Ricky, and um. They like they're at home now and they're just like hanging out and he's wearing I think he walks in on, he puts on Ricky wearing his letterman jacket. Right. Which and is a little Archie's weird. like, 
He's like, bro, you can wear it if you want to, like, if you like it. And I was like, this is so cute. He's, like, such a good dad. And then, and then, and then he was like. Don't, don't. And then he was like, you can come down and meet my dad now. And I was like, no, no, I'm not ready for this. I literally screamed. I'm like, no. Yeah, I. I, Literally. I I wasn't ready for it. I was like, anyway, so then it cuts to Jughead and FP. Like, they don't show him meeting Fred No, I was kind of shocked at that. Yeah, me too. I wonder, anyway, I don't want to speculate, but uh, so then it cuts to Jughead and FP and F, like Jughead like walks in. He's like, yo, I got a great idea. Thanks to you and like all my great ideas. Like I'm going to like, you'll see what I'm about to do. I'm like, these scenes sometimes are so pointless. I know. I do so, like filling up the time. Yeah. So then it cuts to the Pops Diner and it's Veronica talking to Tony and she was like, I want the pretty poisons to work for us now. Love it. And uh, I love this so much. Yeah. Tell me about why you feel that way. I don't know. I think it just makes total sense that she would. Because like when she first said it, I was like, oh, she's going to hire the the um, whatever the serpents to like beat. Her. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm like, no, she's going to hire the girls to do it. Yeah, I was down for it. And it gives like the pretty poisons a purpose because it gives I them was, a purpose. Yeah, no, I was totally down for it. Yeah, I was into it. I'm like, yes, girl gang. Good it. Because, so, like, yeah, Reggie can't do everything. Like, geez, he needs a break sometimes. It's true. So she gives she offers her money and Tony's like, we'll take it. And Veronica even says, she's like, do you have to pass this by Cheryl? And Tony's like, nope, we're good. And I'm like, wow. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a fight later right. on. You're going to be but, Okay, true. so my question to you is like, why would Cheryl have a problem with it? We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so then it comes to FP and Jughead at school. And they decide to deputize all of the serpents. Which I guess makes a lot of sense, actually, when you think about it. Because now that... FP is like the deputy, the sheriff, like making the other ones like basically a gang of police officers, like junior police officers. Like it's a good idea. And it like brings them all together. And he's like, you guys can get paid and you guys get school credit. Like, like he's like, I'm fixing all your problems. So like, just be okay with it. Yeah. Um, And then he's like, if it's not unanimous, there's a damn door. And then Kurt's like dips. He's like pissed. I was like, okay, did you were you okay with this moment or no? Yeah, that was it was cute. You're like, I'm I'm gonna go with it. I was I was okay with it. So then it cuts to Archie and Ricky at home and they're playing like like games on like downstairs and suddenly Archie gets a phone call from Miss Weiss. And in this moment, it's like the freaking like murder call. It's like, he's in the house. Like he's basically, yeah, she's basically totally. like telling all the tea. She's like, that- so that kid that you have now in your dark home without your dad, <laughs> that kid's shady. He, he might try to kill you. So he's, so it turns out that his name is Ricardo DeSantos and it's Joaquin's younger brother. Right. And that Ricky has a background of violent behavior and self-harm. As soon as I heard self-harm, like, okay, so he carved himself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's shady. And then, anyway, so he's, like, looking for him in every corner. And then he turns around at one point and Ricky's holding, like, a gigantic butcher's knife. And I'm like, if you really wanted to kill Archie, you had, like, every, like, 75 opportunities. seriously. You, you had to wait till after he found out from Miss Weiss that you're a fucking shady motherfucker. So I just don't get why, like, there's a kid being involved in all of this. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why couldn't why he just is- be, like, Joaquin's brother who's, like, 14 instead of, like, 8? Like, yeah. I, I, I just didn't understand, like, why, why he's, like, a little kid. But I guess it doesn't really matter. 
But not even just that. It's like why involve a kid in this whole gang storyline yeah, too? But, like it's yeah, not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I don't, worth, I don't know. It's not worth it. I was so into this whole like little bro. Yeah, situation. I was so into it. They were so cute together. And then they, of course, they have to like twist this storyline. I'm like, of all storylines, maybe like don't twist this one. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so the kid like is staring at him, and I'm like, oh my god, like what's he gonna do to Archie? I'm like, Archie can't get stabbed again. Like this kid's been stabbed literally like eight <laughs> times know. in like season three. So but then he stabs sure him. Enough, he totally he like slashes his stomach, totally and Archie's him. like, uh, Archie's like, you got me. <laughs> And, and then, then like, just he then, runs like, away. Fred walks in. And then we see Fred. And then he was like, he's like, I have the food or something. I don't know what he said. And he's like, Archie, are you okay? And, like, it took them, like, five minutes to, like, yeah. see his stomach. I'm like, look down. Yeah. And then he sees, like, Archie bleeding. He's like, are you okay? Whatever. Yeah. And then he says something that's like, I'm s- uh, sorry, Dad. I'm such an idiot. And Fred is like, not an idiot. You just have a big heart. I'm like, I can't do this right now. Holy like, fuck. It was, I can't believe he's dead. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so fucking crazy. It's crazy to watch this show now knowing that he's gone. Like, Holy it's just shit. It's really so sad. And like every moment Holy that he speaks, shit. every moment that he speaks, I'm just like, I'm listening. You know, it's really, it's really hard. So uh, anyway, so Fred finds a card on the floor that is like left behind and it says kill the red paladin. So he's obviously playing the game. Then it cuts to Tony and Cheryl and Tony's like, yo, I got a gig at, you know, Pop's Diner. I'm going to come. Like, are you going to come with? And Cheryl's like, no. And Tony's like, "Okay, well, are you going to stay up and wait out for me? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be so, one of okay, those so, nights. So why, though? Like, why is Cheryl so pissed? So I think Cheryl's pissed because she's losing control over the situation. That's but it. But it's not a bad thing that Tony did. Like, she's getting work for them. So, like, why is Cheryl... It's just... It's just... Cheryl's just pissed because she wasn't there for the decision. Is that why? I think there's that. And I think also just the fact that... Um, she kind of held it over her head in the first place how she was like i don't want to have to suspend my own girlfriend but at the same time she she feels like she kind of gave her this gang so there's this whole idea of like ownership ownership for sure that that cheryl has because even her saying like threatening her and saying like oh well you're living in my house and this this then this like it's it's that whole like right now like right now it seems like you know, Tony is not in the wrong. Like, she's not. Like, she's not doing anything that's really, like, shady. Yeah. Um. It seems that Cheryl's really the one being petty and being a little jealous and being insecure. So, uh, I wish it was a bit more, like, equal where, like, maybe Tony did something really shady, too. So, like, they're kind of both in the wrong. Mm-hmm. But I honestly feel like Tony really hasn't done anything that, like, she should be that mad at, you know? No. I mean, maybe they should just talk about, like... They should just communicate a little bit more how she feels. Like, Cheryl should just be like, I'm just being insecure, and that's it. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to come up, but, like, in a bad way, it's going like, to, Yeah. I don't them. know. We'll see. So then it cuts to the Bonui slash Pops, like, the top part of Pops, and people are being stopped. So the poisons are kind of, like, at the door, and... Gladys comes in and she's like already she's swinging like so and drunk. Yeah. She's like, yes, let's get lit. And she's then like, the poison time part two. <laughs> <laughs> so then they stop her at the door. They're like, you're not allowed in anymore. And you need like a special invite. And then Veronica comes up and she's like, you're not allowed in here until you start following my rules, bitch. And then 
This is, is my like, clap. And then Gladys is like, okay, bitch, I see you. And then she walks away. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, literally five seconds later, like, I love that she's, like, tag-teaming both of these people. Yeah. So Hiram literally comes right in. He's like, I hope you have, like, my favorite booth ready, Miha. And she's like, Dad, you're not invited either. Sorry, bro. Like, you're not. Yeah. And she's like, you need to shape up. Or, like, she basically copy-pastes the entire speech one more time. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, okay, I see you, bitch. Like, it's the same reaction, too. Like, he's like, okay, I'm I'm leaving. But then that's that's when I wrote down, aren't there any adult bars in Riverdale? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, like, he could just go, like, somewhere else. Like, I'm surprised that he doesn't own his own bar at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's obviously a, it's a moneymaker. So why wouldn't you? It's a moneymaker. Instead, like, the white worm is, like, now quiet and empty and, like, there's no drugs being made anymore. Like, it's just very confusing. Like, you have so much property, dude. Like, just do everything else. Like, you're literally, whatever. So then it cuts to Betty at home and she's like in her room and she has a candle in front of her and she tries to do that like thing that she saw the rest of the kids do um, and like put her hand over the flame. And then in that moment, Alice comes in and she's like, oh, you got to You better like clean up a little bit more. And then Betty's like, fuck this, whatever. They literally packed up so fast. They packed up so quick. And I started getting really sad about it. I did, too, because I was like, are they really going to do this? Like, they're going to leave the yeah. house? Like, I'm like, I love their house. Their house is great. And like so much happens in that house. And like Betty's Archie's neighbor. Like she can't not be his neighbor. Like that still needs to happen. So like I'm waiting for that. (laughs) She needs that like lurk window lurk. The window lurk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. But um, what did you think for before we keep moving forward? What did you think of the fact that Betty tried to put her hand over the fire? Yeah, I know. That was scaring me because I was like, shit, like she's going to get into it. Right. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, maybe yeah. she's, like, starting to, like, change a I little mean, bit. I mean, the girl's been, ho- like, holding out this whole time. Like, everyone in her life is effing, like, in this damn farm. And, like, you know, I can see it happening because it's all around her. But yeah. If I was her, I'd be, like, at least curious at the very least. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I understand. But anyway, so she goes downstairs with this candle. And yeah. she, like, looks around to the whole house. I'm like, house. oh, shit. And I'm like, here we go. Did you know no. that she was going to try yeah, to burn it down? for <laughs> sure. There's no other way this could go. Like, she's going to burn the shit down. <laughs> so then it cuts to uh, Archie and Jughead and Betty's there, too. But, like, she's not in the scene right away. And they're in that area where they found Kurtz. And... Uh, Jughead's like, sick, we're going to turn this into, like, a nice new headquarters for the Serpents. I'm so excited. Yeah, he's I'm doing, like, like, a fixer-upper. He's like, we're going to fix this place up. It's going to look so nice. I'm going to put a couch here and, like, paint this red. <laughs> it's like HGTV part two. Yeah. Um. So uh, Archie's still kind of pissed off. He's like, I'm still marked for death. He's, like, sad, yeah. No matter where I go, like, these, like when is this ever going to end? It's so fucked up. And Jughead's like, dude, I don't even have the answer for you. But, like, we'll take care of you. And Betty, like, kind of lurks in and she's like yeah bro don't worry we're here for you too and Jughead's like what's wrong with you like why are you so happy and she was like I am happy and then like cuts to <laughs> I was like no I'm like that's like, what her hat like, that's her crazy happy smile like I know that look like that shit's fucked we've seen that crazy smile yeah and then it literally cuts to like the house yeah and like Alice is like Betty Betty and she like comes in and like there's smoke everywhere and then like she basically turns around and she misses the entire wall that's on fire I'm like, like the how back did you not wall. see that when you walked into your house and yeah the whole basically back wall of the house is like on fire like fucking on so fire so Betty just like dipped basically <laughs> fucking psycho <laughs> she's so crazy 
<laughs> like I don't know who's That's worse, psychotic. Dark Betty or like Fire Betty. Like I don't know. <laughs> no idea. But you know what's funny? We thought that Alice was gonna burn the house down in the first place. It's true. So it's true. I'm surprised that like it all came full circle and they ended up like yeah, she did. pulled a Cheryl and burned her own house down. <laughs> Fucking run from their family. <laughs> All these girls are like fucking uh, burning shit down. So funny. And they ended off the episode with um, the memoriam. Like they yeah. showed like his name. Um, and I think what they said was like every episode until the end of the season is going to be like dedicated for like to him. Of course. So yeah. I wonder when. <sighs> and this is just me thinking like I just I wonder how far how far along they, they filmed yeah yeah and you know it's it's a question that's kind of been in the back of my mind obviously it's not a big concern but there is the question because it was such an abrupt situation what what they're gonna do with fred andrews's character honestly like i don't know i really want to hear like our fans and what you guys think like in the comments like what do you guys you know, he's such an amazing character. He's such an amazing father. Like, Archie's mom sucks. So, like, his yeah. father was, like, a huge role for him. And I just want to know, like, what, how you guys would want his story to kind of, like, end off or, like, wrap up. Like, I don't even know how they're going to do. What they're what are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do? Like, literally, I, I'm so at a loss as to what I can't even I best... can't even imagine it because it's going to be so fucking, like... It's going to be hard either way. Like when we, when we, they finally make that decision to have to like, you know, transition him out of the show. Um, but it's going to be I a drastic change dead. for like, it's going to be a drastic change for the show in its entirety. The plot lines, everything is going to be completely different. And it's, it's going to feel like a gigantic hole is missing in the show. I can, fe- I already know for that sure. for a fact. For I already sure. know that for a fact. And it's just, really really sad and a part of me is like not looking forward to watching it just because it's gonna be like you'll when it's over you'll know that it's done and you'll be like okay it's done you know like i think you know one of the things that i was talking to nb about offline like when we found out about the news was um you know Fred's character, Fred, when he was younger in the flashback episodes, his dad, so Archie's grandfather, also dies suddenly. And um, it's something that Fred Andrews, like his character, like carries through the rest of his life because he feel he felt guilt because he was at the Ascension night and he wasn't with his dad. Um, And now that this is happening, like basically in a real life situation, um, it's crazy too because like we did get to see those scenes where like when fred was shot like when he was in the coma or whatever like we saw those scenes of like him imagining archie's life or him imagining these moments (sighs) where like maybe if he wouldn't be there like whatever so like it's crazy that it's like kind of like it is gonna be that in the show so oh fuck it's so sad it's just so fucking sad i it's just really sad. I was, we obviously edited a video this week and um, it was hard going through all the old footage. It was really hard going through all the footage. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I was like, just hearing his voice, like, again, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, can't yeah. I can't. It's going to be really hard. Oh, and like, boy. I can't imagine, like, we, like, not that we only know him as Fred Andrews. Like, I know him as Del McKay for sure. Like, yeah, I've watched, exactly. I've watched Two One Over Beverly Hills, like, for sure. And yeah. like, you know, my cousins are like obsessed with with him, and they loved him as a character on that show. Like, I can't imagine 
what it feels like like for me it's like honestly like getting real right now for me like paul walker was like my look like luke perry so like right. me losing paul walker was like already fucking crazy and so devastating i can't imagine a whole generation who was like obsessed with luke perry like yeah they just yeah. loved him and it seemed like he was such an amazing man. Like, I right. can't imagine what, what that's like. I mean, I can't. God, there was yet, this but. one clip that I don't know who shared it on Twitter, but I like came across it. And it's a moment when they're at like the upfronts. I think they're either at the upfronts or at Comic-Con. And Marisol at one point, she's like, I'm cold. And he like takes off his jacket and puts it over her. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I just, I think he was just such, such a, a cool person. guy. Like, I think, like, he is Fred Andrews in every way. Like, he's more than just a dad. He was, like, Archie's, like, boy. Like, they were friends, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was just a cool person, a cool guy. And, like, they, I feel like there's not a lot of people, like, guys like that. It's true. I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay, let's get to our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment, I think, has to be... Betty burning her house down because that was freaking crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. And it's like she's we've insane. seen it. We've seen it before. Like you know, we've seen yeah. Shadow But I'm like, but this is still amazing. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. uh, man, and the fact that like she walks in on it, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even notice that. I'm like, what are you doing? There's like smoke literally in the yeah. entire house. She's like, honey, uh, I brought food home. I'm like, girl, your house is burning. Like, look, <laughs> <laughs> look up. Um, <laughs> My best moment is going to go to Veronica stopping Hiram at the door and like really basically spilling all the tea and being like, you can't come in, bitch, until you shape up. I was like, finally, Veronica's yeah. kind of cool again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> WTF moment. What's your WTF moment? Um, my WTF moment, I think, honestly, was like the Choni fight because I was kind of I was just at oh, a loss okay. of like, why? what happened like why is Cheryl right. so yeah, pissed yeah. at the end like why. I didn't understand why she was so angry um but like yeah like like we've discussed it and I guess it kind of makes sense I just wish that they it was more of an equal fight where like Tony fucked up and Cheryl fucked up you know what I mean where it was like okay yeah. there's like this huge fight but maybe that's still to come I don't know yeah um my WTF moment is Gladys singing <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure <laughs> very shocked that that was even a part of the storyline yeah. yeah. when we saw the trailer and we saw her up on the Bonui we were literally laughing about the fact that maybe she would be singing and she was singing so like I anyway yeah, whatever it was, yeah. it was random MVP. MVP who's your MVP? Uh, MVP is gonna go to Veronica yes because I think she I think she killed it with uh, you know all her like everything. all her casino missions and yeah i just love that whole part where they like hide all the machines yeah, that was and like cool. that was really cool into it um my mvp is gonna be archie because i feel like despite yeah, everything and how everything kind of like went to shit at the end it was really it was honestly so cute watching him be like an immature so like yeah gr- you know young like adult. a brother even right yeah, like towards he was like a big him. brother and i'm just loving archie's character like for the second half of the season like i you know, like I'm having fun with his storyline. For sure. LVP. Who is your LVP? Uh, LVP is gonna go to Kevin, cause you know. Cause Kevin. It's just Kevin. It's. It's yeah, like. I I don't like him. Yeah. I, and I want to know how he's gonna come back from this because I'm sure at some point he's gonna they're gonna have to make him do something to come back into the squad. But like what? Like yeah. he's being crazy right now. Yeah, he's insane. 
Um, and I like that's the thing. Every single time he does something, I don't know how they're going to pull him back. You're right, and it's going to be interesting to see if he's going to have any redeeming moments or if he's going to be someone who just dies. Because at this yeah. point, like, yeah, just, he might die. Just die. Like, I don't know. He's such a lost character. Um, my LVP is going to be Ricky D's for stumping all of us and sure. trying to like, stabbing Archie. Like, what a piece of shit. Um, I was really rooting for him, and then he ended up killing everybody or trying yeah. to kill somebody. So, oh well. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. The, the best, best line. line. What was your best line? I don't really have a best line, but I think it was when Gladys was singing and like the the heckler was like, <laughs> like I'll give her the tip. And she's like, what, my pointy tip? I was just like, what is going on? Like, th- this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But no best line. Yeah. My best line is when um, FP's talking to the whole, like, serpent gang. And he's like, if it's not unanimous, there's the damn door. Just because of the way he delivered it was kind of cool. Yeah. Into it. But, yeah, not many big, major lines this episode. That is the episode, guys. Um, just a few announcements before we finish up. Thank you to our patrons of the episode, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, and Serena, and our Moppy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, and Tamala. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and Facebook. Make sure you guys are staying connected to join the conversation. Like, subscribe, follow, review, comment to stay engaged with Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.